This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. The Axe and Crown, Round 2, Episode 4, As Good as Gone. Hey, Stan. Oh, hey, hey, Batula. You okay there? Yeah, you know me. I'm, I'm, no, actually, no, not really. Well, what's up? Do you need a hand? No. Isn't your new launch for Meals by Magic happening this week? No, actually, it's not. I, I think Meals by Magic is, is done. What? Why? What happened? I just, I just found out that Calzac got, got called away. He left a note, but it's not very clear. Something about an unpaid debt or something. Oh, that's too bad, but... But why does that mean the company's done? Isn't he coming back? I don't think so. Wait, are we talking called away to another dimension? Yeah. Look, over in the corner there where he always sits, you see his chair's gone, and there's just a scorched circle of runes on the floor. Look. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's not a good sign. No. And Uncle's going to have a fit. Yeah, he already lost it on me. I'll pay to repair it. I just... Yeah. That's rough. I'm sorry, Stan. He was a really good guy, you know, really, deep down. I mean, yeah, he was strange, but also, you know, really strange. Just to be clear, though, he's not actually dead, right? I don't think so. I mean, the note's in his handwriting. I I guess they just, they need him to pay back his eternal debt or something, whatever that means. Oh, yeah, that's good then. I'm sure he's fine. Yeah. Thanks, Petula. Right. Uh, does he have next of kin? Do they need to be told? Well, he's got some family, but they've been estranged for a long time. That tracks. Gubbin's upstairs sorting through his stuff. I'll ask and see if he can find a name or an address or something. Oh, oh. Ah, get off my shoulder. Gosh, yeah, stop it. Okay, can someone please deal with this goddamn bird? What is that? Oh, that's the other thing. This is Kalzak's friend. Uh, Nev, he's a raven. Not anymore. Uh, Nev, Batula, Batula, this is Nev. Hi. I think Kalzak raised him as part of this big thesis project when he was at school, and he's just been taking care of him ever since. Not anymore. So when you say raised, I'm guessing you don't mean raised from a baby. No, no, more like, you know, raised from a skeleton. Uh Uh-huh. A skeleton with eyes. That's the part that's creeping me out. Yeah, no, I get that. You know... Hanging out with a previously alive raven takes some getting used to, but Cal was really fond of him. Not anymore. Does he say anything else? Not that I've heard. I think maybe it's a it's a punchline to an old joke that Cal taught him. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Not anymore. Yeah, you try sleeping with that going on in the room above you. <laughs> this is typical frickin' wizards disappearing and leaving us with their weird familiars. Yeah, gosh, because that happens so often. Oh, oh, you weren't here when that sea witch was here with her friend the squid. I had half a dozen guests yelling in my face that the cleaning staff stole all their jewelry. Wait a minute. When did you ever have cleaning stuff? I didn't! It was the squid! It kept sneaking out of her room during the day. She would lock all the doors and windows, but if there was even the tiniest crack, I'm talking infinitesimal, that squid could still squeeze out. What? That's amazing! And she wouldn't even correct him. She was all like, 
what a clever boy you are! Isn't he clever? Blah, blah, blah. Squids! You can't trust them. Not anymore. I swear, we should just ban them all from the premises. No pets, no wizards, no witches, no familiars, no nothing. Oh, come on, Gub. You can't, you can't let one poorly raised squid spoil everything. Bah! Look, I'll take care of him. Unless either of you wants to. Well, I can't exactly cook him. There's no meat on him. Not anymore. Well, that's, that's not actually what I meant. I, I'll keep him in my room or something. Oh, sorry. So then... What does he eat exactly? Nothing, as far as I can tell. I mean, no stomach. Yeah. So, did you find an address in Cal's room, Uncle? Stan wants to reach out to his relatives. Nah, he's got books and books and notebooks and books of notes, all written in code or maybe some kind of demon language. Maybe both. I don't know. Nev, do you know where Cal's family are? Ah, Not anymore. Ah, well, this is going to be heaps of fun. Okay, so some good news. Granville University of Thaumaturgical Elucidation still had Cal's emergency contact info on file from when he was a student. They're trying to contact his family now. Well, that's good news. Also, they want me to explain what happened. I'm not sure what to tell them. Well, his family knew he was going to the university, so they probably knew he was doing weird magic. Yeah, I don't think they approved. What makes you say that? Cal told me his mother didn't approve. Right. Hey, his latest research and stuff, that... Probably belong to your company, right? Hmm? Well, I, we never really discussed that. I guess we were just too excited about designing the product. But it's not like anyone's going to come looking for his prototype magical transportation boxes or anything. Uh, probably not. Why? Well, uh, I'm just saying we should probably keep those safe, just in case Cal gets back and wants to continue working on them. Sure, I guess. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, it's not like it matters. It wasn't really anything new or groundbreaking about what we were doing. We were just... Couple of clueless dudes messing around with magic, convincing ourselves we were doing something special. Aw, Stan, you never know. I thought you guys were really onto something. (laughs) Not anymore! Oh, gee, thanks, Nev. Any luck finding a foster home for Mr. Bonebird over here? Not yet. I contacted a couple of sanctuaries, but they're not taking in any new animals and or skeletons. So, no one at the university was interested? No, I think they have some weird superstition about inheriting someone else's familiar. (laughs) What, like, history might repeat itself and they might end up dragged away to a hell dimension like Cal? Yeah, sure, that sort of thing. I don't suppose we could release him back into the wild. (laughs) Not anymore! No, I don't think so. Turns out he doesn't eat. He sure does like to drink, though. Speaking of which, do you know where I can get some formaldehyde? Cal had a bottle of it in his room, but, uh, Uh, yeah. Not anymore! We toasted that. Uh, You could ask a gurney's funeral home or the alchemist over on Bridge Street. God, haven't you gotten rid of that damn bird yet? <laughs> he's freaking out all my patrons, and, and honestly, he's freaking me out, too. We're working on it. I, can't you make a bone broth out of him or something? <laughs> oh, God. Listen, would you eat soup made from a formaldehyde-soaked undead bird? I'm sure someone would. Maybe the funeral home needs a mascot or something. Welcome to Gurney's. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe call a taxidermist. Stick him up on the wall. <laughs> oh, not anymore. Come here, you. <laughs> Come here, <laughs> Oh, I swear to God. Can you guys take it outside? How you doing? Mm, All right. I'm going to turn in, though, or I'm going to be useless for brunch tomorrow. Yeah, don't worry. I got the rest. Night, Petula. Night, Stan. (laughs) 
Batula, I thought you said you'd locked up. <laughs> Wait, uh, oh, oh, um, sorry, friend. We're uh, we're closed for the night. You know Kazak. Uh, he was staying here for a little bit, yeah. Uh, he, uh, hi, hello. Uh, can I help you? You must be Stanway. Oh, oh, well, yes, yes, I am. Stanway, Gerard, uh, how did you know? My son wrote to us a few times in the past months, and he spoke of a young man he was working with, a Stanway Gerard. Well, that, that, yes, would be me, Stan. Stan is fine. Stan, then. So then you are Cal... I am his mother. Okay. You may call me Yartha. Yartha. That is a, a nice name. Yeah, I can see a little of the family resemblance there. Where did it happen? Oh, right. Oh, um, oh, it. Yes, it. It happened just, just right over here. Um, right where the... Where the scorch marks are. Yes, yes. Um, and I found this note here. We knew it would come to this one day. And yet I find myself unprepared. If there's anything that I can do... uh... Yes, I am here to collect my son's worldly goods. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Just follow me right this way. I'll I'll show you to his room. Uh, So I I don't know much about you. He didn't really talk much about his family. Of course not. Are, Are you in the... The magic business as well? What, what is it that you do? I am not in the magic business. Fair enough, okay. Uh, so this is Cal's room. Uh, was Cal's room. Is. Is Cal's room. Still is. It's completely his room, I guess, since he's only gone away. Uh, so uh, To answer your question, I specialize in early childhood education. Uh, you're... Really? The early... You know, I I would not have guessed that. You find my appearance atypical for a teacher? Maybe a little, Do I frighten you? I'm terrified. Right now, just I have to let you know, I am currently extremely terrified of you. That is excellent. Okay, that's fine. See the hood thing? Arriving in the middle of the night, the claws? There's children today are too coddled. Their parents try to shield them from any fear, any pain, any tiny inconvenience. Any experience that would teach them to live in the real world. Oh, okay. So then, so you frighten them. My partner and I run a night camp in the woeful woods where children can safely become lost, be menaced by monsters and villains, and then escape hungry but unharmed back to their parent and or guardian as wiser, more capable people. That's actually kind of amazing. So Cal didn't exactly follow in your footsteps? We made many mistakes as parents. We did too much for him. He never learned to make his own way. We sent him off to Hazelbrook College, where he turned to begging favors from dark forces. At first, it was help on a pop quiz here and there, but then it was a term paper or a major research project. Oh, no. Soon, he was promising everything to his so-called friends below, just to avoid his turn cleaning the common room. He dropped out of college, applied to that awful university, dropped out of university. I'm afraid that's when he stopped talking to us. Until recently. Oh, I'm sorry. That's really sad. And now, the only sign of his presence is a heap of arcane diagrams and a scorched circle on the floor. I'm sorry about that, by the way. Can we help pay for some of the damage? Oh, no, no, no. that's awfully nice of you. You don't have to. We, we deal with damage from our guests every day. People are so inconsiderate. No, 
Allow me to offer you some recompense. Skies above, he could have burned down the building on his way out. Really? No. Take the money, Stanway Gerard. Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, thank you very much. My son spoke quite highly of you, you know. He did? Really? You were colleagues, yes. Well, we were just working together. I mean, not on any summoning type thing or anything. I don't think it was anything like that. You gave him hope. He spoke of moving away from the darker arts. He said that you believed in him, trusted him. Well, yeah, I, I did. I fear that we stopped trusting long ago. I, I don't know what to say. Oh, do not be troubled. We loved him. We still do. But there were so many times we wanted to believe that he was returning to us, only to lose him further down the path he had chosen. And now, this is where we find ourselves. I'm sorry that things didn't work out better. Perhaps they will in the end. Who can say? Life is full of delight and disappointment and not often an equal share. I am glad you were there for my calzac. Well, thanks. Me too. Your magic food delivery business gave him hope and you gave him friendship. I'd like to think so. I wish we had done more. We always do. We always wish we'd done more for our friends and our family. We failed him. You don't know that. Maybe if you'd done the, the right thing, quote unquote, he'd, he'd have turned out exactly the same. You can never know for sure. Perhaps. But it is the reason I now do what I do. You mean teaching kids by frightening them out of their wits? Indeed. Well, there you go. I mean, think of all the kids that you've helped. It, it probably it probably would have done me some good, I'll tell you. I, I could have used an experience like that. Give me a little backbone, a little smarts. That is kind of you to say. So do you, do you want me to help you pack up all of his stuff here? I mean, these are all his notes from the business, but I can't read a word of this stuff. If you have a place to keep these notes, then keep them. I have no use for them. Ah, but look, he kept this lantern. This we gave him when he left home. What is under this sheet? Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, what a charming beast. Oh, Greetings! Uh, this is Nev. Nev, this is Yartha. Oh, I am delighted to meet you too, dear Nev, or pardon me. Wait, wait, you speak raven? Oh, I, I speak a dialect. Nev is a coastal raven. Not anymore. Oh, indeed, was a coastal raven, but I can understand most of what he says. Would you be interested in, in, in taking home a new skeletal bird friend? Oh, he would be a terrifying addition to our staff. Yes, I will certainly take you if you like. Will you come with us, Nev? Damn it! Finally! Woohoo! Okay, tablecloths and placemats are done. How are we coming with the silverware? Slow down there, Bronco. I'm on it. There's plenty of time before the brunch crowd arrives. You can help me with the plates. Okay. Thank the gods that zombie bird is gone. Yeah, he and Kalzak's mom took to each other pretty fast. Well, she was probably right. You were good for Kalzak. Oh, thanks, Gubbin. Yeah, the last couple weeks before he went away, I think I actually saw him in a fresh robe once or twice. I just wish I'd done more. I didn't realize how important this business was to him. Sometimes what you can do is what you can do. Does anyone else smell something burning? 
There's no food on yet, right? Stan! Table three on fire! It's a tablecloth! I, I, I got it! Ow, 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 ouch! Water! I need no, water! We need water! Okay. There we go! No. Everything's fine! Oh, Everything ouch. is not fine! Ugh. Ugh. No more candles at brunch! The candles weren't even lit! No candles, no flambe, no burning anything! I got half a mind to get rid of the stove, too! No! No, it's that circle in the corner again. The circle? The one that took Cal away. You know, that one. It's back? God damn it, we just cleaned that up. But nobody disappeared this time, right? No, something appeared. What? A postcard? Let me see. That's it. How the hell do we get rid of a pentagram? Dear Stan, sorry had to bail. Big rush, no time, working... What is... Here, hold on. Does that say desk job? Yeah, I, I think so. Working a desk job. So much paperwork, but I'll live. Ha ha. Sorry about food biz. Talk soon. Peace, Cal. Wow. He's alive and at a desk job? Yep, he's in hell for sure. I'm thinking we shouldn't seat anyone at table three for a while. Good idea. Put a cloth over it. A big one. The Axe and Crown, starring Hugo Jones, Art Carlson, and Marisa King. Written and directed by Sean Howard and Eli McElvey. Sound designed by Eli McElvey. Produced by Sean Howard. Thanks to our supporting producers, Kim Bellinger, Ryan Cushman, and Kona. If you enjoy the show, check out our Patreon. You can get early access to episodes, plus all new bonus stories, and an invite to our wonderful fan community on Discord. Look for the Patreon link at albasalix.com. with cart food you know what i'm saying <laughs> every time you're on a cart between villages you just get the same food over and over, over again. again and it's terrible like for example every time i'm on a cart they bring you a little piece of meat and it has grill marks on it what am i supposed to imagine that they have an open flame grill at the front of the cart that i'm that makes no sense anyway i'm gonna be here all week Good. <laughs> It's stand up. it's stand up it's stand up coming <laughs> The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. It happened in the quiet town of Podunk, an ages-old family mystery. What happened with Great Grandpa? Why won't you talk about it? Because there's nothing to say, Ninten. Begets an unprecedented paranormal event. Help, brother! Poltergeists. My lamp attacked me. It was hovering in the air. It unplugged itself and came at me. Mind control. Why is that crow smoking a cigarette? Okay, we're playing inside today. Zombies. I could have gotten out of here on my own. You were hiding in a coffin. It was a good disguise. Extraterrestrials. You've seen them too? I've been observing them for days. <laughs> I beat up aliens with my baseball bat. Children with psychokinetic powers. I let that little light of mine shine, Mama. And it melted the darkness away. And that's just the beginning. Introducing Mother She Wrote, a travelogue diary through the biggest cult phenomena in video game history, the Mother series, as it's called in Japan, and Earthbound, as it's called everywhere else. 
Each episode, we recount the story through immersive audio drama as it's lived by the characters, unpacking the surreal adventures, tear-jerking moments, and what it all means. If you're new to the series, we'll take you beyond the controller and into the story. And if you're a longtime fan, relive these tales like never before and learn fascinating new facts about your favorite games. Find Mother She Wrote on your favorite podcast player and at MotherSheWrote.Earth.